Welcome to Rhema for Today. We begin to look at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our example. Is that not correct? That is the truth. Jesus is our example. Therefore, since Jesus believed and preached healing and practiced healing, then if he's our example, we should be doing the same thing. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Tomorrow is the last day. Right now, let's join Pastor Kenneth Hagan with today's message. Exodus chapter 15. Healing was God's idea. Yeah. Amen. God established the healing covenant with Israel at the waters of Marah. In verse 26 of the 15th chapter of Exodus, God is saying, And if thou wilt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases upon thee which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am Jehovah Rapha, in other words, is what it really says. Now I want you to notice in verse 25, he said, There he made a statute and an ordinance with them. That is a law. How many of you know what a statute and an ordinance is? That's a law. It's on the books. Now I want to continue the fact that it was God's idea for healing. And is healing for the church today. There's evidences throughout the pages of God's Word that healing belongs to us. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, relates to us the blessings and the curses for breaking God's law. And in verse 61 of the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy, it says also every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law will the Lord bring upon them until thou be destroyed. But I want you to go with me to Galatians 3, 13 and 14. And in Galatians 3, 13 and 14, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written that cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I want you to notice that it said that Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law. Then if the curse of the law is sickness, and you go read it there, it names fever and TB and I don't know what all, you can name them all, and then it says every disease that isn't even written in the book of the law. We have been redeemed from them because Christ said we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. I want you to know we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. And the curse of the law was poverty, sickness, and death. That second death. I'm not talking about cessation of life. I'm talking about spiritual death. That's exactly what redeemed from the curse of the law had to deal with. And you can take God's word and put it to work for you and it'll work because God said it. God set it in motion. I want you to understand today that we began to look at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our example. Is that not correct? That is the truth. Jesus is our example. Therefore, since Jesus believed 
and preached healing and practiced healing, then if he's our example, we should be doing the same thing. In fact, looking at the ministry of Jesus in the four Gospels, the most distinguishing mark of his ministry was healing. Was healing. Healings was the sign that followed Jesus' ministry. When he taught, when he preached, there was healing that followed. I want you to notice Acts 10, 38 says how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Healing all that were oppressed of God. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. What do you get healed from? Sickness. Disease. What are you oppressed with? Sickness. Disease. There's a lot of people going around hollering they're they're possessed of the devil and they're not possessed at all. They're just oppressed. Healing all that were oppressed. Now I want you to notice that's the ministry of Jesus. Let's look at the ministry of the disciples. Matthew 10, 1. And when he, that is Jesus, had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness. Mark 6, 12 and 13. And they... Jesus' disciples went out and preached that men should repent and they cast out devils and anointed with oil and many that were sick and healed them. Acts 5, 12. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. Acts 2, 43. And fear came upon every soul and many signs and wonders were done by the apostles. Luke 10, verse 1, 8 and 9. The Lord appointed another 70. That's a different bunch also, and sent them out two by two, his face, before his face into every city and place where the he himself would come. And Jesus said unto the seventy, and into, every, into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you, eat such things as set before you, heal the sick that therein, and say unto them, the kingdom of God has come nigh unto thee. Yeah. Mark chapter 16. The great commission, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. 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 Now, I want us to look on a little further. We see the ministry of Jesus healing. We see the disciples healing is a cornerstone. Remember, Peter and John at the gate called beautiful. They said, we don't have no silver and gold, boy, but such as we have, we give unto you. Rise and walk in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to notice something. That's the same gate 
that Jesus and his disciples walked in and out of many, many times. It said that he had laid there. Probably when Jesus went by, that same beggar was laying there because that's the same gate. Jesus never spent the night inside of Jerusalem. He always came out of Jerusalem and went over to Bethany and stayed at Mary and Martha and Lazarus' house. And he came and went right through that gate. That was the eastern gate, which is walled up right now. That looks out over the valley of Kidron and up onto the side of the Mount Olives. There he was. But I want you to notice Peter and John walked in. And they said, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. I want you to notice that he was running up and down Solomon's porch, praising the Lord. You see the temple, the temple was there and Solomon's palace was there. If you've ever been there you, and, and see the ruins and so forth, you know where it is. I can see it in my mind right now. But I want you to notice here, as we begin to look all the way back into Exodus 15, 26, we come down through into, into the ministry of Jesus, into the ministry of the apostles. And then Peter says in 1 Peter 2, 24, who his own self bare sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were, ye were, ye were healed. Past tense. I want you to notice if Hebrews 13, 8 is still true, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if Malachi 3, 6 is true, I am the Lord, I change not, then healing is still for us today. The argument has been that healing has been done away with when the last apostle died. I want to go and take you on a historical journey. And when we are through, you must bring back a verdict. Either you believe or you don't believe. There will be nothing left. You will be the jury and you will decide. I want you to notice that in A.D. 165, a man by the name of Justin Martyr wrote this for numerous dematics through the whole world and in our city and many of our Christian men exercising them in the name of Jesus Christ who was crucified under Pontius Pilate have healed and do healed rendering helpless and driving the possessing devils out of them though they could not be cured by all other exorcists and those who used incantations and drugs. That comes from the second apology of Justin chapter number six that was written in A.D. 165. That was written after the last apostle had died. And the theory is that healing died with the last apostle. Now I want you to go on. In A.D. 200, Irenaeus, one of the early church fathers, declared that the church had authority to heal the sick in the name of Jesus. Those who are in truth his disciples receiving grace for him, doing his name perform miracles so as to promote the welfare of other men. For some do certainly and truly drive out devils. Others still heal the sick by laying their hands upon them and they are made whole. Yea, moreover, as I have said, the dead even have been raised and remained among us for many years. That was written, Irenaeus against heresy, book one, chapter 32, section number four. That is 200 A.D. Almost 200 years after Christ died. That's a long time 
since the last apostle has died and they're still saying that they're having people raised from the dead and they're still saying that people are being healed and set free by the name of Jesus. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is the Kenneth E. Hagan Legacy Bible, a beautiful soft leather-bound Bible with his 26 original lessons on faith and a memorable portrait. Also, four CDs from the Hagan family that include How to Grow in Love by Kenneth W. Hagan, The Lord Our Peace by Lynette Hagan, From Craig Hagan, Healing Belongs to You, and finally, from Denise Hagan Burns, New Seasons, all for the special radio price of $140. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. As we begin to roll along, and the end of the year is coming. That's right. So I would like to suggest that you become a word partner with us if you're not already a word partner. Now, what is a word partner? It's somebody that prays for us regularly, somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help us support Raymond. Now, it's just whatever you can afford. You know, somebody says, well, I can't afford to give very much. Well, you know, when everybody does what they can, when it all comes together, right. then we're able to keep Rama going all over the world. And so, and if you want to know more information about it, just go to rhema.org and slash WPC. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth Hagen on Healing Forever Settled. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.